Chef Boyardee is Poe's mentor. <laughs> At that point, it was always going to be Leia. Could have been Baby Yoda. <laughs> wow, what a huge oversight. There's just a hole in the Death Star. Like, what the heck? You know, just like board that up or something, you know? Then jumped onto Wikipedia and was like, oh, there it is. I refused to get on the Wook, um, as, as Jared lovingly refers to it. You're listening to the Star Wars Archives, a Utini.com Patreon-exclusive podcast. Your regular deep dive down the rabbit hole of the Star Wars universe. Discussion, analysis, Easter eggs, and obscure books you've never heard of. And now, here are your hosts. Jose and Trevor. Hello there. You have tuned into episode 62 of the Star Wars Archives, the Utility Network podcast, where we take a random Star Wars topic and explain the living Bantha Pudu out of it. I'm Jose, aka Joxie, and the Utility Universe. And with me, wait, hold, Trev. Have you become one of the Marx brothers? <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> well, I don't know, but I, I, I can barely, I can sort of see you. You're a little bluer and more transparent than usual, Trev. Um, can you hear me okay? All right, all right. Uh, yeah, you're, you're coming through, yeah. Okay, okay. So, um, so my co-host here, Trev, go for it. I'm Trev, keeper of a timeline pages over at utini.com. Spent my entire life consuming Star Wars media, and I've read over a thousand Star Wars books and comics. Fantastic. And that's the intro segment out of the way. Let's move on to the segment where we talk about today's episode. Um, and boy, oh boy, is it a good one, Trev. It's very good. So, Trev, do you remember some time ago when we had an episode about sand? Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm still paying the therapy bills. <laughs> well, uh, you know, since this week it's, uh, it's my turn to choose a topic, I thought, you know, hey, that was a fun episode. Why don't we do something like that again? And while, no, you know, I know, guys, you're excited because, you know, it could be sand too. But we're saving that one for episode nine. Send 90. the sequel. Yes, that that will be send the sequel is a better title. Thank you for that. So, <laughs> we're, but we're waiting until episode ninety nine for that. Okay, so so wait, you know, wait a little longer. But send two will come. Send the sequel. But I thought we could do something similar. Um, but this time with something with using a little bit more like pseudo slash French science than actual science, um, and that's because. I want to put to the test the idea of Force Ghosts. So, you know, at the start of episodes where we talk about Jose doing research and me doing no research, and <laughs> I found out about this idea maybe yesterday. Yes. Um, we discussed it for about 30 seconds before yes. <laughs> hitting record. So, yeah, we're going to talk about Force Ghosts, apparently. And yes. Jose's got a whole thing. He's... He's told me he's got this plan down pat. I'm I'm so. I'm pumped, Trev. I think, I think <laughs> this is like sand, I'm excited. Like sand, this is one of those topics that you know I feel like we've just sort of taken for granted or just sort of accepted the idea of a force ghost. But what I'm trying to answer here, my dear listeners, with the help of Trev, is if a force ghost is a ghost. So it's pretty simple. Okay. It's a very basic yeah. idea. Like, you know, we, 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 we know of Force Ghosts. They've shown up in our Star Wars. But no one has ever questioned, what are they? Or, are you know, are they, can they use the word ghost? 
they are made out of force. Sure, fine. Force is magic, midichlorians, whatever. <laughs> but we have an understanding of what ghosts are in our world. So let's just using that, we're gonna we're gonna go through it and we're gonna determine once and for all if a force ghost is a ghost. So right. that's that's today's episode, Trev. <laughs> okay. Uh, but before we get into that segment where we analyze it, where we break it all down, Trev, can you please go ahead with our housekeeping segment? Of course. So, this show is possible thanks to all the people supporting us, either through Patreon subscriptions or getting some of our merch. If you'd like to help, ah, if you'd like to help us out as well, you can get our Star Wars inspired merch on utini.com/merch and also go to patreon.com/utini uh, Utini? Utinity? Patreon.com slash Utini. And when you become a member, no, I've, I've got chills. I, I yeah. don't know what's going on with yeah. the temperature in this yeah. room. Um, when you become a member, not only will you get access to all of our episodes in advance, you'll also get a bunch of other Utini member exclusives. All right. Well, thank you for our lovely, lovely housekeeping segment, Trev. Okay, now into the main uh, show segment. Uh, I am actually, so, bef- you know, I'm a little upset or I said right before we just started, I was like, oh, why didn't I save this for Halloween or something more related <laughs> with like a ghost or something? Um, but, you know, that's just the chaotic nature of this podcast, I guess. So yes. it, this will come out whenever it comes out. Um, Force Ghost can be analyzed whenever. And, and next hey, week, Christmas. Yes. <laughs> why not? <laughs> uh, but yeah, so let's just start with the you know let's start with what is a ghost right i think that's the best place that we can start trev so okay and i'm I'm assuming you've got a dictionary definition yes yes, yes. okay and we're gonna do this and we're gonna we're gonna like take it bit bit by bit we're i'm gonna we're gonna i'm gonna give you a little bit of like some of you know his real world or our, our world facts about ghosts and then we're gonna every as we go through them, we're gonna pause, and then we're gonna be like, okay, so based on that, can we? It's a force ghost a ghost. So we'll do so, that for a, so. So you're gonna give us facts about a thing that scientifically has not actually been proven to exist. Yes, this is pseudo pseudo facts <coughs> or fringe facts. Okay, um, is that what they're called? So, <laughs> yes. <laughs> so we're gonna ghost facts. So we're gonna do that, and then at some point, then I do want to get into more of like really looking through what we do know of the ghosts in Star Wars. And then we'll kind of like hopefully be able to bundle it, bundle it all up with a real answer here. All right. So, Trev. Yes. Remember when we talked about sand and I gave you the scientific definition of sand? Yes. <laughs> How can I forget? <laughs> yes. So let's do that with ghosts. So a ghost <laughs> is the soul or spirit of a dead person or animal that is believed to be able to appear to the living. In ghost lore, descriptions of ghosts vary widely from an invisible presence to the translucent or barely visible wispy shapes to realistic lifelike forms. The deliberate attempt to contact the spirit of a deceased person is known as necromancy or in spiritism. Whoa, 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 whoa. Uh-huh, uh-huh. In spirit... Go on, yeah. let finish this sentence. Yeah, so in, or in spiritism, it's a seance. So other words, other terms associated with that with ghosts would be apparitions, haunts, phantoms, poltergeist, shade, specter, spirit, spook, wraith, demon, and ghoul. Right, hold on now, hold on. 
I'm pretty sure there's a bit more to necromancy than just the <laughs> deliberate attempt to contact the spirit of a it's deceased one, person. It's, it's one way to do it, apparently. That's a very, very defined, mm-hmm. narrow version mm-hmm. of necromancy. Yes. But put it... So, I mean, let's stop here for a minute, right? So, Force Ghosts. Yes. So, a ghost is the solar spirit of a dead person. Okay. And I do want to get into the necromancy bit for a second because, like, if you think <laughs> about it, then, like, actually, this is more fun right now. So, when Luke is talking to a Force Ghost, yes. is he then basically doing space like necromancy? <laughs> Now, I, I take issues with this definition of necromancy because, you know, a deliberate attempt to contact the spirit of a deceased person, that's like me trying to talk to my nan that died yeah. years ago. Yes. That's not necromancy. That's not like Alistair Crowley stuff. This <laughs> <laughs> is true. I don't disagree. Necromancy I... <laughs> is a bit more extreme. That's yeah. like next level stuff. I just like the idea that we've never really, when we don't question what is it that that people in Star Wars have to do to talk to Force ghosts, that if you kind of like like break it apart, then in a way you could say that they're performing necromancy or, or but, seances to talk to Force ghosts. But the ghosts normally go to them. No. Rather than the other way around. It's true, but when Obi-Wan is like, you know, is trying to contact Qui-Gon and he's like, Hey master, where have you gone? Like, let's talk, blah blah. He's trying he is trying to contact him, so isn't he doing a seance? <laughs> yes, maybe, but it's not necromancy. <laughs> it's not necromancy. But no. okay. So based on this on, on this definition of a ghost trev. Can we say that this is that a force ghost is a ghost? Yes, it's so far. So far, you feel like it's okay. Soul or spirit of a dead person. Although we may have to discuss the definition of dead. Exactly. Point. Yeah. We will. Okay. So should we? Yeah. Let's let's get into that part right now. So it has to be a dead person. So in Star Wars. So the reason I want I'm questioning this right is because I don't know. If um, when we when Obi Wan, let's start. Let's start with Obi Wan because it's the first time we kind of have an idea of that. Obi Wan in A New Hope, he yes. his body disappears, right? Yes. Then we only have his robes left, and possibly underwear. Who knows? <laughs> um, <laughs> but he disappears. And the reason I'm, you know, why I'm questioning this whole idea of a ghost is because, yeah, a ghost is typically, yeah, the apparition of some someone who died. Um, so did Obi Wan die, or did he just use whatever force energy he had left to become something else, and to now now he's just particles of midichlorians floating about (laughs) and then that is why we don't really have a dead body okay we are going to see some frantic research and on the hop here during this episode (laughs) i'm literally building a pile as we speak of things to go through right so what was the question again it's is he dead yeah that's did did obi-wan die or did he transform before death Oh, 
into a, into into what we call so, Force Ghost. So did he commit Force Ghost Harikari or? Yeah, like well, you're saying, did he make himself disappear before he was struck? Is that what you're asking? Did, did he make himself disappear to become just pure midichlorians, or did he actually, or do you actually just die and then he, you become one would, with the force? <clears throat> okay, he was definitely killed. I think we can establish he was definitely killed. So he was hit. He was hit by like Darth, um, and then faded away very quickly. <laughs> In the slow motion, because doesn't that happen a little bit in slow motion when he's about when he's hitting him, or is it just yeah? So does he actually touch him with the saber? Darth Vader hits actually like cuts through him. I I I'd say I feel so. like the robes fall before, like right as he's about to hit him. I mean, there's a bit of you know real world special effects stuff <laughs> about <true>. that, but <laughs> um, but I. Was it was he cut in half and then vanished? Yeah. Or, or did he vanish on impact of the lightsaber? And I and and you know and, and I think the reason why I'll we'll get back into the real like I'll kind of really breaking it down like from like movie to movie because I think the idea of a force ghost also sort of changes through the movies, right? Or I, or more is added to the lore of what that would be or what what it what you need to become a force ghost but i at least on that first one i think that's why i'm kind of like questioning this because i'm like i'm maybe i should have watched <laughs> a new hope right <laughs> before doing this episode but that's what i'm like in my head what i remember or i feel like is that he he becomes he disappears before he is hit or like right up he, right as he is about to be hit by the um by the lightsaber because his robes don't appear to be burnt or anything. So if they had been, then he would have been cut in half or something. I think that he, because Darth Vader is swinging. He's not like stabbing with it. Therefore, there would be a pretty clean sort of like cut in half of the robes. I mean, his, his robes were definitely, you know, struck. He didn't disappear and then, like, the lightsaber go over the head of the robes. So, <laughs> maybe they were burnt? Yeah. All right. So, let's... Moving on. I mean, we'll we'll keep we'll keep talking about this as we move forward, right? But... As I frantically try and find... Yeah. So, to... here, here's, a, here's a, a fun little... Another little fun factoid here, Trev. But, so, did you know that in 2009... And a, a study by the Pew Research Center. Oh, and, I, and the reason I wanted to bring this up is because it's called Pew. So, you know, Pew Pew. But anyways, <laughs> <laughs> but, so I thought it was relevant. But there's so 18% of Americans say that they have seen a ghost. That's not, you know, that's not nothing. No, so, that's Trev, a, nearly a fifth of all people. Trev, have you, have you seen a ghost or do you believe in ghosts? <laughs> Good question. Uh-huh. Um my intellectual mind says no. Okay. It's a stupid idea. It's not a stupid idea, but I kind of firmly believe that if they did exist, science would have been able to nail it down by now. You have <laughs> a million sure. and one budget TV ghost hunter shows. Sure. With all the, you know, all the gear and no idea. Yeah. But actual science 
hasn't been able to record it. But saying that, yes, I can remember there was a time when I really freaked my mum out. I must have been four or five. Okay. Because I was talking to somebody. I was sat on the stairs in my house talking to somebody on the banister. Uh-huh. And having a proper conversation. Now, like if your little kid's talking to somebody, it's a, yes. you're thinking it's, it's an imaginary friend or whatever. Yes. But my mum has relayed this story back to me. And like she had a proper chill, like a, a really weird sense. And like she was really, really freaked out by it. And then there's another time, so I must have been eight or nine. In the village I grew up, there was a train crash that happened like 150 years ago. Uh-huh. And they loads of people died. And the train station, the uh, crash happened literally opposite the house I lived in. Yeah. And they found the bodies of two young kids, a boy and a girl. And they could never identify them. And for years afterwards, this woman in black came to the village to put flowers on the grave. Uh-huh. And no one knew who she was. And there's always these ghost stories about the kids or about the uh, the black lady. And the ghost always came back. And I forgot about this for years. But apparently I told my friends at the time that I'd seen the black lady through my window where I was looking at the train tracks yeah that could have been just like the over imagination of a kid because they don't sure. actually remember it but i've been told since that you know it was a thing that happened so you know maybe it's maybe. So maybe. <laughs> maybe i have yeah yeah no and it's similar with me too i mean i there was uh someone who passed uh a neighbor like just a few houses down from where i grew up and i do remember like for a long time there was no one living in that house and there were you know i would walk by it when i was like cycling or playing around with my friends in the neighborhood and and there were the times where like the lights were on and the lights would turn off and and then i then there was a, a family that moved in there and they i heard from them that they there were times where they were seeing the person that had passed the the previous owner and one time they're like oh yeah um so the the wife that in this this new family that that moved in she said uh that one day she was just like up you know it's a two-story house she was on the second floor and then she hears footsteps coming up the steps and she was like oh like my husband must have come in early from work today and then she went over and then when she looked at the stairs that wasn't her husband and uh, there was another man and then the other she described the man to like the other people in our street and, and they were like he, she perfectly described the man who had passed that the previous owner and she never had met this person and she described him and everyone's like oh my god that's that guy yeah, um, yeah, yeah. and for a long time after that she kept talking about how yeah you know the the classical like Lights will turn on and off, the radio, like all the sort of like what you hear about some place being haunted. And then it was like that until one day when she just said, like, she yelled out in her house, like, hey, this is my house now. This is, you need to like, I'm here with my, my family. We own it. You need to move on, blah, blah. I don't know. She just kind of like confronted it. And apparently after that, then the this supposed ghost then um, never showed up again or something. But... She was convinced that she was seeing it, and I was, yeah, I was a kid, and so I would hear these stories, and I'm like, I, I was like, yeah, sure, that, 
it makes sense to me. Um, but of course, no real data saying that it, if it happened or not, or what it is that it was. So, so you didn't see it. I never saw it, but that's probably the closest, uh, closest idea or closest interaction that I've had with maybe like seeing a or you know coming in contact with a ghost. It was like through through my neighbor when I was a kid. So, um, but anyways, yeah, I mean, these are both obviously, or these are instances of someone who has passed. And that's why, again, like going back to a force ghost, have they actually died? Were they killed? Or, I mean, we know Leia. Okay. Right. So we're going to swing back straight away here because you're doing the, the science bit. I'm going to do the Star Wars facts bit. So for it. My first point of evidence. Yes. This is the episode four novelization. Yes. By George Lucas, not really by George Lucas, written by Adam Dean Foster, uh-huh. but by George Lucas. Sure. So the duel, okay? Uh, Obi-Wan says, if you cut me down, I will only become more powerful. Yes. Uh, Vader says, uh, your philosophies no longer confuse me, old man. I am a master now. And this is the text as it goes. Okay. Once again, he lunged forward, fainting, and then slashing in a deadly downward arc with the saber. It struck home. Cutting the old man cleanly in half. Oh! There was, oh. A brief, <laughs> there was a brief flash as Kenobi's cloak fluttered to the deck in two neat sections. Oh, my God. That's gruesome. But Ben Kenobi was not in it. Wary of some tricks, Vader poked at the empty cloak sections with a saber. There was no sign of the old man. He had vanished as though he ne- had never existed. But he was cut in half. Cut cleanly in cleanly. half. <laughs> that's oh the text. God. Oh, that's gruesome. <laughs> no, okay. So, but he obviously never hit the floor. Yeah. So, was okay. Okay. I still think. So, based on that, it sounds like he was killed. He was killed. However, could he? If there is like a, the idea of a soul or something like that, if like, can he, in a similar way to what I guess um, Palpatine does <laughs> before he dies when he's plunging down to his death and he transports his like essence out of the body, could Obi Wan have transported his essence out of his body right before it is slashed in half? So, the other point of reference I am <laughs> trying to find. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh huh. Okay, bear with me a sec. I might just have to edit this bit while I try and. Look well, yeah, it. you go go okay. look for that because I'm gonna. I'll I've, come. I've, right, I've got, you have it. I've got it here. I've got okay, it. go for it. Um, what is this? So this is Yoda's conversation with Qui Gon mm-hmm. at the end of Episode Three. Tell me. So, uh, Yoda's not surprised. Oh, wait. Okay. So, Yoda, uh, sorry, Qui-Gon talks to Yoda. Um, uh-huh. And the text says, As it sometimes had these past 13 years, when the Force spoke to him, it spoke in the voice of Qui-Gon. Mm-hmm. So, is Yoda hearing Qui-Gon or is he hearing the Force? Yes. Um, uh, Yoda grumbles a bit, but it's all his fault. Um, says, An infinite mystery is a Force. Much to learn there still is. Qui-Gon says, you will have time to learn it. Yoda says, infinite knowledge, infinite time does that require. 
Qui-Gon says, with my help, you can learn to join the Force, yet retain consciousness. You can join your light to it forever, perhaps even in time, even your physical self. Mm -hmm. uh, it comes only by the release of self, not the exaltation of self. It comes through compassion, not greed. Love is the answer to the darkness. It cannot be granted. It can only be taught. So Yoda had to teach Obi-Wan. Obi-Wan gave himself to compassion mm -hmm. and the release of self. So it is a skill that you can learn to retain your consciousness yeah. and physical self. And we're going to have to spin back to that because I have thoughts <laughs> uh -huh. after death. So he got chopped in half. He'd done the training, knew it was coming. At that point, he went, right, that's the time I need to do this spell. <laughs> Yes. Well, and and that's why I'm like, because it's a, a, a spell of sorts, it's a skill that you're, you train for. That's why I'm also just, it makes me question it more and more as an actual, like, the idea of a ghost or not. Or maybe... I mean, I'm not sure it's something you could train for. <laughs> but, but isn't that... Well, that what, didn't work. Let me try again. <laughs> but isn't that like what Yoda, like, th that whole, like, series of episodes in, in, uh, in, in the Clone Wars, isn't it? Where sh he goes to that planet and he trains. Like, it's all to, like, know how to do this. Yes, but it's, it's not the sort of thing you can practice. It's a one and done. It's a one and done. This is true. <laughs> well, okay. Well, okay. Let, let, let's bring in a few more definitions in here, Trev. So... So the word the word ghost. So as we try to to keep defining this, because it's also so very possible, right? That ghost in Star Wars is not the same as ghost in our world. The, you know, they they talk about ducks in Star Wars, but are they like Earth ducks or are they just some sort of other type of duck? Have we seen a duck in Star <laughs> Wars? We've heard about a duck in Star Wars. We haven't seen a duck in Star Wars, so they might call a duck something that is not a duck to us. Yeah, and it's it's a bit unfair that Howard the Duck turned up in Marvel when he should have been in Star Wars, really. Yes. It was a George Lucas film. But hey. <laughs> um, so yeah, so a ghost is the soul or spirit of a dead person. Yes. Right, we've got this. So the, the, the idea of... So the word ghost itself. Here's... So did you know, Trev, <laughs> that the, the word ghost comes from the old English ghast, which stems from not. the... Which stems from the Proto-Germanic geistas, which is a cognate of old Frisian guest, old Saxon guest, old Dutch guest. Also, I'm probably butchering some of these other languages. <laughs> but the idea of the, or old High German Geist, so, you know, poltergeist or that. This, uh, all, this is, appears to be a suffix derivative of the pre-Germanic geist, geist dose, which means something like that. But it, it means fury and anger. Which is comparable to Sanskrit hedas, which means <laughs> anger, and avestin. There's a word there that I cannot even, I'm not even going to attempt that one, but that one means terrible and ugly. The prior Proto Indo European form is reconstructed as gaze do os from the root gaze, which is reflected in Old Norse geza and geiski. And Gothic Uzganian, which means to terrify. There's another <laughs> word, Uzgaisnan, which means to be terrified. And then Avestan Zois, which means shivering and trembling. All these okay. definitions, all the all the etymology of the word ghost just seems to always be related to something that is ugly, terrifying, and 
anger and fear. Complete opposite of what you just told me about that <laughs> in that conversation with Qui-Gon Jinn and Yoda. Okay, but you're talking about the history of a real world word <laughs> versus yes. the actual concept. Yes. <laughs> this is true. Okay. But it, it's an, but it's kind of funny that like <laughs> the word itself seems to stem from the opposite of what like the light side of the force is teaching us. Okay, so but that... but also and I should point out that the term force ghost mm -hmm. is never used in the movies. Ah, is it ever used in any Star Wars? I'm sure it would be used in the books. Uh, some point um like because, you know it's reached our sort of common tongue when talking yes. about these things but it's never said in the movies this is true so that's our real world interpretation of what is happening when we see it in the movies we just see someone who was supposedly struck down to death split in half cleanly in half <laughs> cleanly in half and then they're back and they're like oh well he they look like a ghost and they are one with the force therefore force ghost we are not terrified of them as the word ghost should sort of <laughs> supposedly means i mean you probably would be if you saw one and weren't expecting it what well not if you're performing necromancy to talk to your old <laughs> Jedi master. Well, yeah, he was expecting it. <laughs> this is true. Uh, <laughs> um, but, I mean, okay, so the, the reality, though, too, is that, I mean, those are that's where the word ghost comes from or the, the you know, the, the etymology of that. But the reality is that since then, the it, all, it has always seemed it's kind of always related to the idea of the human spirit or soul as well. Um, so it's, you know, it's been used also as a synonym to the Latin spiritus, which means breath or blast. And that's where, the, you know, when it comes to the idea of a soul or, you know, the Holy ghost and all that kind of stuff, then we're really talking about something that it doesn't necessarily have to be something to fear, but it's just something more related to that essence that is inside of every one of us. And I think that's where, like, perhaps I can see that being connected to midichlorians in Star Wars. Okay. Maybe. I mean, midichlorians is all around. It's all, it's all us, right? It's and it's it's the things that's in it's in all of us, right? So the the midichlorians are just what gives us access to the Force. Can... So if the force exists, the force exists. Yes, it's the midichlorians that allow you to sense it, access it. So it's not the midichlorians that allow you to do this, because essentially these. Back to the original statement: the soul or spirit of a dead person. Yeah. These people aren't dying. Wait, Only did you say that they, they aren't they're, dying? No, they're not dying. He yeah. might have been cut cleanly in half, okay. and he's just he is just going to the next level. Right. So if they're not dying, and the ghost is the soul or, or spirit of a dead person, then right now you're already saying that a force ghost is not a ghost. Yes, it's just the next level of uh, it's it's a of, new of Jedi ness. 
Yes, it's a new um, it's a new form of existence. So if you're not dead, then you cannot be a ghost. Yes. Oh, that that is what I'm saying. Yeah, essentially. Okay. So let me go to my next bit of research. Yeah, go for it. Sorry, have I just like jumped ahead massively in your show notes? No, no, okay. this is this is good. I mean, I think we're on the same. I mean, we'll continue to break it down just to see as as we find out more. But so, so the life and legend of Obi Wan Kenobi, which yeah. is a, a junior reader book by Ryder Windham, um, it's part of a biography series, which are incredible, by the way. Absolutely, mm-hmm. everyone should check these out. Um, so this basically says, thanks to the teachings of Qui Gon Jinn, Obi Wan Kenobi was one with the Force. Where he had once been but an isolated drop of water in a great sea, he -hmm. was now the sea itself. It was a sea that had no surface or floor, which flowed everywhere and through everything. The force transcended time and space. Civilizations would rise and fall. Stars would form and die, but the force would never end. He was... So, as a spiritual entity, Obi-Wan was not hampered by the laws of physics. Mm Mm-hmm. He could travel across the galaxy from one world to another by merely thinking of the journey. He could not only communicate with the living, but manifest an illusion of his former physical self. He could even communicate with fellow spirits, should they be mutually inclined. So that gives us everything and nothing, because he's identifying as a spirit. Yeah. Which is a ghost. And yes. But he's also saying that, you know, he is now a spiritual entity. And he can manifest an illusion mm. of his former physical self. Yeah, it, scientifically, the way that I sort of see it happening is that you sort of, yeah, you do ca- put in your essence or your consciousness. You trans- Maybe you do transfer that into, well, would it be, because, so wait, hold on. Midichlorians, <laughs> those are little, those are like actual beings though, right? Yeah. Yeah, then, for, for a cell-based life form. Okay. So we have a cell-based life form called midichlorians. And then we have the force is the not force. the midichlorians. Force is the force. Force is just dust. Yeah. <laughs> if we were into his dark materials, it's the idea <laughs> of dust. And so the midichlorians allow us to touch this dust that we call force sort of or connect with it better right yeah so could you so if you were to make yourself one with the force and you're basically like the way that i was kind of th- seeing it in my head is that you transfer your consciousness to like oh a group of midichlorians <laughs> this like one cell organisms that are floating about <laughs> and then now what? you're just sort of like a whole bunch of little <laughs> things that just float around the world no, because you you need to think more, more metaphysical. So you're you're so so once you become one with the force, you're you are not using midichlorians anymore. You're yeah. just really part of the same dust. Yes. Or you but, are just some other type of organ, just pure energy. Just you're not you don't need a a cell based organism anymore. You're just pure energy that is able to like touch the 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 space magic. And use it to communicate and sometimes become more physical. You are one with the force. Yes. <laughs> but also managing to maintain a sense of identity. Yes. Okay. So I think at this point in time, I 
where where are we with with, with this? Because I feel like this this last bit of uh, research or sentences that you read out loud, Trev, kind of are saying that a force ghost is indeed a ghost because they're kind of equating it to being a spirit. But I think that based right before that we were saying that they're not ghosts because you're not dead. You just sort of like leveled up in existence to now become a being of pure energy. I mean, it's kind of like you come from dust return to dust, I guess. Right. You know, right. You're, you're you're born and then you die, but if you're strong enough with the force and you get the right training, you can carry on for a bit. Or endlessly. Well, next bit of research already pulled up ready to go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and you there, should is, you should know this. Chapter 2 of Air to the Empire. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. Ben Kenobi comes to say goodbye to Luke. Yes. So Ghost Ben comes along. Luke's like, yeah, it's been a while. And Obi-Wan's like, yep, I'm afraid it'll be longer still until the next time I've come to say goodbye. Um, The distances separating us have been too great for me to appear to you in any other way. Even this last path is being closed to me. So. Oh, wait, there's another bit. Um, I have lingered too long and can no longer postpone my journey from this life to what lies beyond. Huh. So that's interesting. So, I mean, that's that does that that does sort of uh, fall very much in line with the idea of uh, of real life ghosts, where they remain in this like plane of existence. Because they, they have some, yeah, they have some unfinished business, and it is not until they're able to do that that they're able to move on to the next, if you know whatever is next, and they are able to move on to that next uh, realm or whatever. Now, bearing in mind these sources have all been written decades apart. <laughs> yeah, you know the no, things I mean, that look, I'm plucking from here. Yeah, but that's why it's all kind of interesting because then if you if you like, okay, so. Let's go through the movies. Let's talk about yeah. the history of... I mean, you've picked out some text there. So let's just... The first time that we have we see a Force ghost. Okay? Because Obi-Wan is struck down. He becomes one with the Force. We keep hearing him. Or, you know, f- through the rest of, the, of A New Hope. We hear him in Empire. But... No. We, no, we, we see him. Right, we, we do see, see him. him. So, is however, it, okay. Well, yeah, no, because what I'm gonna so let's so just in New Hope, we hear him now. Yes, is he really communicating with Luke, or could this just be Luke's grief process, where he's just sort of like, I mean, he's just he's hearing what he needs to hear at the moment, and we can do that to ourselves, where you're sort of like, hey, this is what you need to do. Close your eyes, remember your training, blah 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 blah. Like he's yeah. not being given anything new. That he didn't know before, so this could all just be all in his head. <laughs> yes, I mean, and I'm I'm sure some of the books or comics kind of work with that as well. You know, did yeah. did I hear that? Was that right? Real? But I think right. he he also somehow senses Obi Wan's presence with him. Sure, but then in Empire, he goes to Dagobah. Well, yeah, because he sees him on Hoth. Ben appears to him to tell him to go to Dagobah. Right. But again, he's, you know, he's been attacked by a Wampa. He's He's traumatized. Yeah, he's probably going to die of cold. Yeah. 
a case could be is, made that he might have imagined it. Did he? Is he? I can't remember now. Does he actually appear, or was it also a voice? In, in yeah, Hoth? he appears because because um, Han rides through him as he's fading away. Oh, okay, 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 okay. So so we do get because I was like I was thinking that if he just if he first appears in Dagobah. And I don't, how trustworthy is Dagobah when we now understand that Dagobah is also... The reason Yoda goes there is because there's a lot of dark force there, right? So he can, like, mask himself within that. So and then I'm like, how trustworthy are the apparitions that you see in Dagobah in the first place? Well, yeah, I mean, there's the whole Vader and the cave thing. Exactly. So I'm like, so seeing a force ghost in Dagobah to be sort of like almost like negligible because I'm like, I don't know if that was a real force ghost or not. But then, but then what happens? So, you know, Luke goes, does his training. Yoda's like, I won't train him. And that's when Ben goes, you know, yes, but he's not, I don't know, was I any older when I was his age True. or something along those lines? True. Um, you know, at that, at that point, Ben is talking to both of them. They can both hear him. Yeah. So the, I guess the insinuation is that Ben's been hanging out with Yoda <laughs> for, <laughs> for the last about. three years. Yeah, yeah. But, and Yoda's also just, I mean, <laughs> Yoda's not in the best condition when he's in there either. <laughs> like, Well, we're 900 years old, you reach. <laughs> exactly. And he's just been alone <laughs> in this forest planet, <laughs> a swampy planet. Like talking to no one except for his old friend that had died. I mean, Qui Gon probably popped round for tea as well. Well, possibly. So I mean, it's all again. Could it just be? In, is it just Yoda being a crazy old <laughs> green alien? So I mean, or... so there's also a weird thing. Um, so in the book Splinter of a Mind's Eye, which yeah. was came out in '79, so that was written as basically a sequel to Star Wars. If they yes. couldn't green light a movie now luke fights vader in that book and wins you know he he lucks it but he wins yeah that was later retconned as obi-wan taking over luke's body to help Oi. him defeat vader oi that is and, a very ghost-like thing to do <laughs> and that's covered uh, i can't remember where that first came from but that's confirmed in that life and legend of obi-wan I was talking about earlier. I've still, yeah. I've still got the page here. Um, also, also confirms. So, in the comic uh, from the old Marvel run, number fifty, the Crimson Forever, uh, uh -huh. Luke goes into like a, a coma because he tried to do something with the Force and he couldn't cope or something like that. Some big jewel had to be used to get him back out. Anyway, it says um, uh, Obi Wan's spirit always remained watchful. After Luke accidentally became catatonic while attempting to use the Force to meditate, Obi-Wan entered Luke's dreams and guided him to conquer his innate fear of Darth Vader. Well, that sounds a bit like Hellraiser. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> and when the very unprepared Luke and Leia actually confronted Vader on Minban, Obi-Wan again intervened, bolstering Luke's abilities to help him defeat the Dark Lord. Hmm. And there's, an, there's another line here I should mention. Um, as powerful as Obi-Wan was in spirit... He had no influence over the Sith Lords. In fact, to be anywhere near their proximity was a draining experience for any mm. entity. Mm. So even as a spirit, he can be affected yeah. by the real world. Yeah. Which, you know, and, and what you're saying to me also just sounds 
kind of similar to what we get at the end of um, of the the Rise of Skywalker, right? Because we have Ray being assisted. All the, all the voices. But yeah, you have all the voices, and and she is being helped by all of these other past Jedi. So now that that one's that one really gives credence to the Force Ghost theory because at least with Luke, he he knew Ben, he knew Yoda, mm-hmm. you know. Right. So for these people to turn up to him is right. maybe not a surprise. Ray right. didn't know any of these people. She didn't even know their names. No. She didn't know they existed. Yeah. <laughs> they were and... seeing, you know, omnipresent, omni not omnipotent. Omnipotent's the one where you see everything, right? Omnipotent yeah. is all powerful. Oh, what's Omnip- the one where you see everything? That would be omni omnipresence that you're everywhere, all, like yeah. everywhere anyway. always. So it means that you know these guys have been watching the whole time, yeah, and decided then, oh, this is when we should probably interfere. <laughs> this is when we can jump in. Um, but yeah, and then because <clears throat> we and I think that's where in the sequels we they tried. Actually, let's stick stick to the to the original trilogy for a minute though. So, okay, so we see Obi-Wan in Empire, and then we have Return of the Jedi. Yep. Where we have the the most classic sort of Force Ghost apparition (laughs) towards the end of the movie that then is later um, enhanced or switched or (laughs) not, whatever you want to call it, after the prequels come out. (laughs) Because... Yeah. In the original version, we only have Yoda and Obi Wan, correct? Yep. Uh, no, then... no. In the original, uh, you have Obi Wan, Yoda, and Anakin Skywalker. Oh, yeah, there is an Anakin. Anakin is there, played by Sebastian Shaw. Okay, so Not... he's there. He's he's there. And then just we a have... completely different actor. <laughs> we have the prequels. Yep. And we get Hayden. Switched yeah. in. And it's not even that Hayden turned up and donned a suit and stood in front of a green screen. They yes. literally took his face from a frame of Revenge of a Sith and photoshopped it on top oh, of Sebastian really? Shaw's body. It, yes. it was just so he didn't so it was just his face. Yep. That was brought he in. He, he didn't film for it. <laughs> oh, I didn't know that. That's like you can literally <laughs> identify the frame that it came from. <laughs> So and and you know and when you see it working like that, then I mean I, I guess well, it wouldn't be that different from what we saw then in the original trilogy, or what we would have seen in the original trilogy or the original release of the of, the, of Return of the Jedi, just because this is a version of Vader or of Anakin that Luke never knew. So yeah, if, so at least in Jedi, he took Vader's helmet off. Yeah, uh, he but it was it just looked like a face. Humpty Dumpty thing going on there. Yeah, it's, so he looked a bit. He looked a bit healthier yeah. at, at the end, you know, but you could still tell it was the same guy. Yeah. He, he'd grown yeah. his eyebrows back and he had some <laughs> hair. Um, but Luke has no idea who his kid is, but it's just turned up. <laughs> this is true. I mean, it, it would have, I mean, he didn't seem disturbed by it. Like He, he knew who it was. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, off screen, he must have turned up and introduced himself. <laughs> Just like, hey, this is what I look like when I was your age. <laughs> like... um, but yeah, so, you know, we have to assume that 
the the new takes over the old so that is yes. how the force works um are you able I, to choose what you look like as a force ghost i think georgia's rationale for it was that anakin stopped being anakin when he became darth vader yes you know darth vader really did murder and destroy anakin yes. skywalker yes so when vader died anakin came back except vader died before he died because he had a few moments as anakin this is true. at the this end this is true this is true i think the best thing we can assume there is you know they're ghosts they know better than us we're not we're not able to completely understand these things yes so and but then when and we... i'm also not going to talk myself into a corner about it anymore <laughs> well because then then are there force ghosts in the original in the in the prequel trilogy um no we don't see any do we no well i mean does qui-gon we hear qui-gon talking the no i think they filmed something for revenge of a sith yeah but, but they when... never used it in the movie so qui-gon we just get yoda's word for it yeah so no force ghosting in the prequels no we get some force ghosting in the original trilogy and yeah. then we get to the sequel trilogy and now force ghosts are a little different than what we were used to because when we get um they're a bit well, brighter they're a little brighter they're more corporeal and i think the first force whoa, ghost whoa, that we whoa, get, whoa 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 what, what do you mean well isn't like if correct me i the first force first force ghost that we see i think is in the last jedi yeah. with yoda yes and now yoda is actually affecting his surroundings and he's able to to like call down that bit of lightning to that strikes down that tree before this we never see force ghost doing anything other than talking to other jedi i'll bring you back to splinter of a mind's eye where okay. obi-wan helped <laughs> true, fight true. Vader. but in Wait. movies okay i I've, I've got i've got a response to you and i know the next thing you're going to talk about so i'll let you carry on for a bit so um, Yoda calls down the tree. What else do we see in the sequel trilogy? Well, and then once, obviously, once Luke Luke leaves his body at the yeah. end of the Last Jedi, and I mean that's he, that's different. That's a, a force technique. It's a force technique, but he dies after that, and he dies, yeah, and disappears, yeah, he, yeah. yeah. So he becomes one with one with the force too. So and then when we he, see we see his force ghost in rise of skywalker right but i'm kind of like what he was doing in the last jedi was he sort of like force ghosting already or was he doing a technique and then he becomes a force ghost uh, yeah he was doing a technique that's um so that's force, different force projection force projection that's right so yeah. there's force projection <laughs> um and then because he force projected for so long then he his corp his body gives up and he has to become a force ghost yeah he basically overexerts himself yes a lot. and then he becomes so that's why in the last jedi when he shows up at the end he is not bluish yeah because that's just force projection a, a mental image yeah yes and then he appears in the rise of skywalker as a force ghost 
Yep. And what what can he do? What can he do there? Does he have any new powers? He catches Ray's lightsaber. Oh yeah, exactly. So he, he, pulls, he can hold. pulls it out pulls it out of a fire or yes. Whatever. So you can so you can touch things. So that's yeah, why I'm um, with you're more corporeal. Yeah, and people really held on to that, and they were like, "Well, they've changed the rules of Force Ghosts or whatever." Obi Wan sat on a log. This is true. <laughs> so they they were always able to interact with the real world. Yeah, he yeah. sat on a log. Have you tried holding that position without a log? That's really hard on the core muscles. You know, your, your legs oh, are going to burn. Yeah, but when you're not, you're just an apparition. There's then, no muscles. Then then you'd stand. This is true. But, Why do you sit? But he wanted to sit on a log. <laughs> so they've so always he, been able to interact with the real so, world. So if he is sitting, is he doing it for because it's like to not overexert himself as a force ghost because it's too tiring to be standing? Or is it to the benefit of whoever's interacting so that you feel like, oh yeah, I'm just having a chat with my old friend here? I mean, it it definitely does look like he's having a sit down. Yes. Right. So, um, so yeah, I mean, I mean, those are the only sort of real... Maybe if he'd chosen to appear as Ewan McGregor Obi-Wan instead of Alec Guinness Obi-Wan, he wouldn't have needed to sit down. Right. Because he'd be younger. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, why would, why would Obi-Wan choose to remain an old man and Vader just went back to a young Hayden? Because Obi-Wan never became a Sith Lord. <laughs> right. Essentially. Essentially. Only Sith Lords get blessed with eternal good looks in Force Ghost Afterlife. Yes. So where where are we now with the whole idea? Are they are they ghosts or not? Or where are you? I, I, I don't think it's the technical, you know, human this world definition. Because, you know, it's the soul or spirit of a dead person person because they're not dead they're just different <laughs> and well and then we have leia too in rest of skywalker she her body disappears yep but and she doesn't she, she doesn't turn up as a ghost not to say that she couldn't yeah i mean and that's got to be the link as well isn't it it's the whole disappearing body because lots of jedi have died Yes. Well, hold on a sec. Right. <laughs> Confirmed people who speak in Rise of Skywalker to Rey. So Mace is in there. Kanan's mm -hmm. in there. Mm -hmm. I'm sure like... um, uh, What's her name? Not... Uh, Luminari. I'm sure Luminari's in there. Mm -hmm. Ahsoka's He's, not in there, right? right? Ahsoka's in there, I think. I think... So then that means she's dead. Now, when did Luminari die? I'm trying to think if we saw their body vanish. Did we see Kane? Well, Kane's body got blasted to a million pieces. Um, <laughs> so that disappeared on its own. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to think about Luminari. Cause that's what about I mean, Mace? So Mace, we, we, he doesn't disappear. I mean, Mace didn't die. We just haven't seen Mace's death yet. Right. Um, I mean, he did disappear. He disappeared a long way down. He plunged down to his... Yeah, he, he did the same thing that Palpatine did. But that's what, was, that's what I was trying to think of. Is there an example of a seeing a Jedi die and their body not disappear? Like, 
we saw plenty of dead Jedi at Geonosis. Yeah, Order 66. Um, but to then appear as a Force ghost. Obviously, think... the link is between... You have to have learned the trick, I guess. Yeah. But then did Leia learn the trick? Who Apparently. did Leia learn it from? The books. Leia didn't read the books. Oh, the books were there with, with her and Rey. Yeah, only because she stole them from Luke. <laughs> True. <laughs> well, but Luke knew how to do it. Well, did Luke learn it from the books? Or did he learn it beforehand and then he taught He Leia? could have learned it from Obi-Wan. Yeah, Just like so, Obi-Wan learned it from Qui-Gon. So couldn't have... Leia could have learned it from Obi-Wan too. Okay, so let's, let's backtrack. So we're establishing that they're not dead. So, so Leia is not a Force ghost. Force ghosts... The, the term ghost is a misnomer because they're not dead. They are just... They are not the spirits of a dead person. They are the spirits of the same person continuing to live in a different form uh-huh yeah <laughs> sure is that where we're at i think that's um, where we're at but and it's we just use the word ghost because we don't have the words <laughs> to properly explain it because they're they're not using the word ghost either in their written media they talk they say spirit yes which spirit is more uh, to me is more closely related to like the idea of a soul and soul and spirit are can't i mean they're sometimes used interchangeably with the idea of a ghost but not necessarily because if we're talking about ghost propers like we have five types of ghosts in this world too i mean we talked about where the word of ghost comes from but we also have five types of ghosts yep so should we okay. go down the list of ghosts and see if we can then add to the definition of force ghost with any of these kind of uh, types of ghosts that we have in our world? Okay. While you're going through them, I'm going through another okay. rabbit hole. So we have some research. So we got the five. We got what is called a um, what is called the interactive personality ghost. So okay. an in interactive personality ghost is the most common of all ghosts spotted, um, and it's usually of a usually of a deceased person, someone you know, a family member, or perhaps even a historical figure. This ghost can be friendly or not, but often show themselves to others in a variety of ways. They can become visible, they can speak or make noises, touch you or even emit an odor like perfume or cigar smoke to let you know where they are. Experts say that ghost experts say <laughs> that this type of ghost retains its former personality of when they were alive and can feel emotions. And often they are visiting you to comfort you or let you know something important. So if you happen to see a lost loved one, chances are they are there because they feel you want or need to see them. This is the interactive personality ghost type. I mean, there's a lot of projection there from people. Mm -hmm. There's no a lot pun, of... No pun intended. <laughs> a lot no, of, of people projecting on what they want, this is true. would want a ghost to be. But isn't that... This is, to me, that's actually very close to the idea of a force ghost, per what we have said. Yes, it's fairly fairly close okay second second type of ghost here and let's see if we're moving that one sounds pretty close let's see if we have either a closer one or this ones are just completely not them but we have the ectoplasm or ectomist 
ghost. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, if uh, ever seen a mist or fog that almost looks like it's swirling, Trev? No. If so, I mean, if, if it was had, windy, maybe. <laughs> well, if you have seen this, listeners, if you've seen a mist or fog that almost looks like it's swirling, this is you may be witnessing what paranormal investigators deem as an ecto mist or a ghostly mist. This vaporous cloud usually appears several feet off the ground and can move swiftly or simply stay still, almost like it's orbiting. These ghostly encounters have been captured in many videos and in photographs and can be white, gray, or even black. Although they can simply appear this way, linger, then move away quickly, sometimes ectoplasms appear before becoming full-bodied apparitions. Many people have witnessed them outdoors, in graveyards, battlefields, and historical sites. Yeah, no. Do we have this? <laughs> just, just no. If we ever, yeah, we don't, I don't think that's the kind of ghost that we have as a force ghost then we have poltergeists which have you seen the movie poltergeist trev i never have actually you have never seen it no um it's one of those i've always kind of wanted to go back and watch just because of spielberg's involvement with it but yes i can remember um my mum telling me about it when i was a kid and it scared the crap out of her yeah it's it's an it's it's a good one the the poltergeist house is actually not too where they filmed it it's not um, too far from where I live, just like about forty minutes or so. So okay, that's a fun, fun little trip. But anyways, that's, we have poltergeists. Um, this is perhaps one of the most popular terms most of us have heard when it comes to ghosts. The word poltergeist actually means noisy ghost because <laughs> it is said to have the ability to move or knock things over, make noise, and manipulate the physical environment. Or well, sit on logs. Or sit on logs, exactly. So I guess the, the first, the first type, they didn't seem to have much of you know, like power over physical things. But the poltergeist can. I mean, they're a little bit more like tricksters, right? Because they're just like pushing, like knocking about, just like <laughs> turn, you know, pushing things down or whatever. But while many of us have heard of the term before, a poltergeist, poltergeist is actually one of the rarest forms of hauntings, and to many, the most terrifying. Loud knocking sounds, lights turning on and off. Door slamming, even fires breaking out mysteriously, have all been inter- attributed to this type of spiritual disturbance. I mean, Yoda bringing down lightning onto a <laughs> tree—that sounds very poltergeisty. Yeah, but poltergeists also don't have, you know, a a form. True. To them. Yeah. So I, I'm not sure that there's an example of that. I mean, we're not even talking about, you know. Well, real ghosts in Star Wars. We're just talking about Jedi ghosts. Yeah, um, I mean, here experts explain poltergeist as a experts. mass. Yes, as a mass <laughs> form. Yes, Trev, there's experts. <laughs> um, they are a mass form of energy that a living person is controlling unknowingly, too. So that's almost kind of like the opposite of of the idea of a force ghost or, or what Obi-Wan was doing. I mean, there's say, say that again. Give me that description again. Right. Um, this just his last sentence. Yeah. Some experts explain it as a mass form of energy that a living person is controlling unknowingly. See, there's nothing in there about dead people. This is true. <laughs> that could just be 
a living person tapping into something else. The force. Maybe. Rather than so, a dead person. So that could also just be... Yeah, so like Verano, Verano Poltergeist, it's just people use it using the force. Possibly. <laughs> and then we have... Did you know about the orbs? <laughs> Orb type. Yes, I've heard about orbs. Yeah, so orbs are probably the most photographed type of anomaly. They appear as a transparent or translucent ball of light that is hovering over the ground. Many ghost hunters and guests on ghosts and graves or whatever. Uh, yeah, this is what you see in, their, in photos. Circular shape that they take. Um, it makes it easier for them to move around. It is often the first state they appear in before they become a full-bodied apparition. We don't also get called orbs. reflections or lens flare. <laughs> but do we have orbs in uh, in Star Wars? Uh, no, well, they don't need to be. They can just no, they rock just up in up. their old robes. Yeah, old faces, and... new faces. So then the, the the fifth type, Trev, is the funnel ghost. Do you know of, fun- of funnel ghosts? <laughs> I've not heard of a funnel ghost. <laughs> this is most often spotted in homes or in historical buildings. The funnel ghost or vortex is frequently associated with a cold spot. They usually take on the shape of a swirling funnel, and most paranormal experts believe they are a loved one returning for a visit or even a former resident of the home, appearing as a wisp of light or a swirling spiral of lights. They are often caught in photographs or on video. Funnel ghost. I dispute they often caught on photographs or video, but we're not here to discuss that. That also no. doesn't sound like anything in Star Wars. Okay. So, so the, f- the anything, first one is closest. Interactive personality, perhaps was a little a little poltergeisty, perhaps, but mostly an inter- interactive personality. That definition seems to... I mean, but uh, like you said, a lot of it just seems to be maybe kind of like wishful thinking or it just depends on who it is that you need to see or want to see. Yeah, because in this not context, so much. it's an actual... The, con- the, the continued consciousness yes. of a person, they just yes. don't have the body to go with it anymore. Yes. Because it was cut cleanly in half. <laughs> <laughs> and, I mean, as far as Force Ghosts are in Star Wars, they only show up to the people that need to see them in the right, you know, at that moment, right? Uh, so there's examples of. So Anakin Solo possibly showed up to Jason Solo. Oh, again, that is a connection. I'm trying to think of examples where a Force Ghost would turn up and a person's like, who are you? Yeah. <laughs> Besides um, Ray getting yeah, supposedly. Yeah. But at the same time, I mean, we hear the voices that we recognize. She doesn't know any of that. That could also just be her tapping into all the force. Yeah. And just like it's more there just for our benefit to kind of like get the idea of it. But she's not necessarily, we don't know if it's diegetic voices or if those are just there for us as an audience. I mean, it is interesting to watch that scene with subtitles. So you can see all the names pop up of who they are. But to her, it's nothing. I mean, she could all just imagining. She could just be imagining any voices. Well, yes. I mean, but I guess we have to take it by what we see. Yeah, because so, she, she, she is saying she knows that, you know, she is all the Jedi, so they're all yeah. helping her sure. at that sure. point. Same as Obi Wan helped Luke defeat right. Leia. I mean, so one example of maybe Force Ghosts not being welcomed is. 
I can't remember whether this is... No, I can remember. It's Truce of Bakura, which is set just after Return of the mm. Jedi, where Anakin shows up to Leia. Oh. Basically to apologize. Okay. You know? And I would like your forgiveness. She's just like, get the hell out of my room. <laughs> so she's not... Yeah, but wouldn't... I mean, that could also just be her wanting to be able to... No, no, it's a full-on conversation. You know, he's there. Yeah. And she was like, oh, yeah, Luke Luke told me you could do this. Uh, I, don't want okay. you, I don't want you to do this. I want you to okay. go away. I want you to very firmly go away. <laughs> okay. You know, you are not forgiven. You're a bad, bad man. So they show up. They They do have... They can control who they show up to. Yep. They... They have they have agency. They can choose when to show up, when to touch things, when to sit down. <laughs> yeah, well, it's like that passage from Life and Legend of Obi Wan. You know, time and space is irrelevant. He can go. He can be wherever he wants. Right. He can go wherever he wants, talk to whoever he wants, appear however he wants. Right. And per the, I mean, if we're continuing to use Obi Wan as our prime example. He was in his body was in indeed slashed in half, and he then becomes after that happens he is a voice and a force ghost quote unquote force ghost. Also sliced in half. Oh yeah, yeah, sliced in half and then disappeared, and then yeah, you are now force without ghost. body. <laughs> yes. So he. I think <laughs> just that I think vision. I'm... So so at the end of Star Wars, obviously he. He says, you know, he speaks to Luke, use the force, you know, trusty feelings. Yeah. Um, maybe he's still learning. Maybe that's why he could only talk to Luke. Right. He's still getting used to his surroundings. Right. And then I just thought of, um, I don't know whether you would have ever seen it, a really old episode. I think it was the first season of Red Dwarf. But when there's Rimmer's popping back in time and Rimmer just sticks his head out from a computer chamber to talk to Lister. And I just had visions of Ben doing that in the X-Wing cockpit. Just head popping, <laughs> head popping up as Luke's doing the train run, going, use a false Luke and just be like, what the hell? I mean, that would have been very, like, ah! Did you yeah. imagine? Like, <laughs> um, you know, I was really hoping to end this podcast, like, disproving the idea of saying that a force ghost, force ghost is not a ghost. And that's where we kind of, like, were at the, I think, I got you there early on yeah but based on everything else that we've been talking about i feel like they are indeed ghosts i i strongly disagree uh i think <laughs> ghost i think ghost is the wrong word for them um because there are examples of actual ghosts in star wars oh so oh. Th there's a share uh so ghosts of hoth so uh -huh. this is from, uh, was it a free comic book day? I'm just looking at the page now. It definitely turned up in Star Wars Tales. Did it originate on a free comic book day? No, I'm getting it mistaken with um, the Valentine story. Anyway, so Chewie and Han are on Hoth, on Echo Base, working on the Falcon, uh -huh. where they see a little girl. They see a, Chewie sees a little girl, and he's terrified by it. Um, and then they see some more ghosts. Yes. And... Basically, I can't remember the ins and outs, but something happens and Han and Chewie have to to do something that allows these spirits to pass on in peace. It's the same thing as our traditional understanding of a ghost. You know, there's something not finished. They, they need sure. closure. So if actual ghosts exist that 
completely live in parallel with our understanding of what a ghost is. They do. Then a false ghost is not a ghost. Well, also, they have this, you know, in Rebels, their ship is called the Ghost. So definitely they know what the word is. So they they know the word ghost as something that, um, you know, as a phantom type of like thing. So, and a specter. So, therefore, ghosts do 100% exist in Star Wars as a thing. So now. So, fourth ghost, I think, is a. Go on. No, I think you're no. I'm, I think I'm, I'm where you're at because if if it's if a misnomer, a thing, it's, it's the wrong word to use. Yes, because then a force ghost, you're not really a ghost. Because if you were a ghost, you would just be a ghost. But then you're you're a sort of ghost through the force. Therefore, you're not really a ghost. Really, you're just some sort of other force. You are just energy you're, thing. Yeah, you're still you, but different. Yeah. Uh, so what would you call it? You know, you'd call it. I don't know, just like force Ben, force Obi-Wan, <laughs> instead of, yeah. like, you know, you have corporal, ho- you corporeal, force being. Yeah, corporeal Yoda and then force Yoda. Yeah, you're, you're a force being, not luminous. a... Then, luminous. Then force luminous is yes. luminae. Force luminae. Luminations. I like that. <laughs> I like that a lot more than force ghost. Because, yeah, so, yeah. You become a lumination. I think that's, that's yes. what they're called from now on. Because, so, so, if in the Star Wars universe they didn't have actual ghosts yes. as a word, and that is the same as what we consider a ghost in our world, then we could give them a pass that that's just like a Force ghost is whatever happens there, like yeah. whatever you become after you know when you switch your consciousness and you become this one with the Force. But because they do have ghosts or the idea of ghosts that is the same as ours in this earth, therefore, a force ghost cannot be a ghost. A ghost. Because it's just another form or another force skill or ability or energy being or luminous, like you said. So I think once again, and it, this this is not the first time that we've done this. I doubt it will be the last time. We have proven beyond all reasonable doubt that Star Wars is doing it wrong. <laughs> we've well, we've got it right. Sorry, Star it, Wars, you've got it wrong. They got it. I mean, or people got it wrong because I you're right. They've never mentioned in novels and anything like Force Ghost as a term. But so the interesting thing is, you know, I looked up Force Ghost on Wikipedia. As we okay. were having this conversation. Okay. I've lost the page, but let me get bring this page back very quickly. Yes. Uh, <laughs> and its definition of a force ghost goes against Tell me. everything we've been talking about. What? So, okay. So they say, a force ghost was the soul and essence of a deceased force sensitive. Uh-huh. Yep. That, that ties in, yeah. Okay, yeah. Who denied the will of the force upon death. What? Exactly. That's... That's not Whoa. it. It says, yet was able to interact with the living. It also described those who come to terms with their death and invoked this technique to preserve their identity. Oh. So, maybe it's, maybe that's what the official Jedi skill is called. Force, yes. force ghosting. I, I bet if I looked in a Jedi path book, there'd be something in there. 
but that's a dense book to go through. Yeah. I, I preferred our previous conclusion before I decided to <laughs> go down that rabbit hole. No, I mean, I, you know, yeah, guys, I, I do have it open as well on, on the on Wikipedia here. And yeah, I mean, there's a bunch of, I mean, the idea of a force ghost shows up a lot, even on the Ewoks cartoon, apparently. <laughs> There's a Wicket, Wicket's Wagon episode. <laughs> There's Force Ghosts in there. Really? But apparently. So, uh, yeah, but I think that in all of these, I've, I feel like, well, actually, oh, here we go. Star Wars 1977, issue number 21, the, they mention Ghost as a Force Ghost. So they talk about it as a ghost. They don't refer it as a force ghost, but they do say use the term ghost. In in, in what the... context? I'm not able to pull that up right now. I don't know. I don't. I don't have that issue. But apparently, um, it does talk about a ghost in there. So okay. But yeah, I mean, I think that I, I I'm happy with us saying that force ghost is just a different thing than a ghost. Therefore. They're either just borrowing the word ghost because it's the closest an, like analogy or it's anal- analogous to the idea of a ghost. But in reality, a force ghost is not a ghost by our traditional <laughs> I think ways of defining ghosts. I think you'd also be quite insulted if you were a force lumini and somebody called you a ghost. You'd be like, do you know how much effort this takes? <laughs> <laughs> you know, this is not easy. Oh my god! I think that might be the best argument for this that, that we've come <laughs> up with, man. Because it's true. Like it takes a lot of effort, yeah. right? It, like so much so that like that Obi Wan did have to come back and like, hey, hey, dude, like I've been doing this for way too long. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna peace out. Like, yeah, I'm I can't. not like one of your poltergeists. Yeah, you know. Yeah, this takes effort for them to hold on to that. To their form and to their voice and all this stuff. Therefore, they cannot be a ghost because a ghost, by the traditional definition of a ghost, is just a thing that happens when your body dies and then your your spirit stays around. Therefore, it takes no effort to become a ghost, but to become a force ghost, you it's it's a, it's a lot of effort. Yeah, use it or lose it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> therefore, therefore, we can definitely conclude that a force ghost is not a ghost. Not case ghost. closed. Done. <laughs> All right. Well, Trev, that was I, I had no idea where we were gonna go where we were gonna go with that. I I'm glad yeah, that we ended up here. I, I was almost convinced that a force ghost was a ghost there for a second, but you you <laughs> brought me back in, man. <laughs> and now anytime we see that term in a book, we're just gonna be like, No, you're doing it wrong. <laughs> if we see it in a book. But yeah, listeners, if you have if you find force ghost. ghosts like written as force ghost in any sort of media uh comic books or the actual novels or whatever let us know because i'm really curious to see if it's ever been called that or if that's just our understanding of it in this world so where can you do that trev where, where could someone tell us about this so why don't you listener make sure to join our discord because we have a very active community there sharing their thoughts on the latest episode of whatever show on Disney Plus. Where are we at? Uh, Bad Batch, 
Vision Season 2 coming. What else Mando. are you dropping on May 4th? Mando's coming next week? Two weeks' time. Uh, there's something else happening on May 4th. Vision Season 2. Oh, yeah, the Young Jedi Young thing. Young Jedi, yeah. With the, We've got Celebration uh, happening soon. Yeah. Um, anyway, so pop along there. Talk about the latest Star Wars releases. Sell your books and collectibles. Come to our Discord channel. Um, and... Well, I'd never do this bit. Most importantly, that is where you can find the latest news and discuss anything Star Wars Archives. Yes, if you haven't that's... joined, head on over to utini.com slash discord and click the join now button on that page. Yes, and that is also where you can ask Trev to buy you things in case you <laughs> remember this. Um, <laughs> where else can people ask you to buy them things, Trev? I am at David Todd on Twitter and we are at SWArchivesPod. And I am at the Joxy on Twitter, so hit us up. I mean, Trev is not really buying you things. You have to pay him back, but he will buy you things as long as you give him the money for it. And then he will take care of sending you stuff. Uh, and I think that's, that's the end of this outro segment. Thank you guys for listening to us and talk about ghosts, ghosts. for over an hour. Uh, Trev, actually, before we close this out, what did you think about ghosts? That was all right. I enjoyed that, mate. That was, yeah. that was a good call. That wasn't too bad. Um, I'm glad that you were able to pull a lot of actual written like things that talk about <laughs> the idea of uh, a force ghosting. Or That's researching what... on the fly. Yes. I like and it. So what is it that we're calling it now? Force Luminat? Illuminat? Force I think, I think Luminai works best, doesn't it? Luminai. So... Force Luminai. Perfect. Okay. Well... Thank you, Trev, for joining me today. Thank you to all of our Patreon members once again for supporting us and making this show possible. And thank you, listeners, for continuing to hear us talk about anything and everything Star Wars. And with that, I can now say Radio Wow.